Welcome to Talking CFSL with Uncle Pack. This is Matt Pack. You know me. Uh, Uncle Pack, been around a minute, know a few things, got a few things I still need to learn, but I'm still hanging in there. And my special guest tonight, here again on the eve of the Season 12 National Championship game, I have the assistant head coach of the Texas Longhorns, Mr. Mark Cole, known as ST Mac on Discord. And he's here with me tonight to uh, talk a little bit about going into the game tomorrow night. Mark, how you doing, man? Not too bad, man. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you coming on. Tried to get Joe on, but Joe had some family engagements. Couldn't handle it, so he put his right-hand man. He said, this is a guy he trust, so we're going to go with it. We're going to follow his lead, you know. Uh, and that's what we're going with. Also, you're my coach in the pro league, by the way. I remember that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you are. So, uh, so – Mark, tell me. Let's just get started. Um, what year? What season did you show up in the CFSL? Uh, it would have been. So we're on what twelve now? So I guess seven. It seven. was Juby's first season at Texas. Okay, I got you. All right, so you're at season seven. You're Juby's first season at Texas. Okay, so and that's um, now. Was that the first team you went to? Yes. Yeah, it was. Okay, so you went as a three-star, I guess? I came in as a three-star. Uh, basically, Juby told me I would start as a three-star when I got there. And then we ended up actually having the opportunity to sign an elite corner. Um, so I decided to upgrade myself so that I wasn't holding the team back. So I went to four-star, I think, before week one. And... uh then upgraded and upgraded and upgraded and to where I'm at now. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of how it happens. <laughs> um, yeah, I upgraded. When I upgraded again, I saw something else I was missing. I thought, well, I could do that, you know. And then next thing you know, you're eating, you know, uh, you know, sardines and, you know, saltines for dinner. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I'm just kidding. Just don't tell uh, my wife. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, you know, so so you've been here since season seven. You've and it, so you basically you basically been a Texas guy the whole time. Uh, yeah, I almost transferred. Um, for anybody that follows the league, obviously, we had a really good freshman year. Sophomore year was a little rough. I almost transferred out, um, but I ended up staying. So okay, why? Then, okay, just 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 out of curiosity, why did you almost transfer out? Uh, just the way. I, it was just such a drop off with the team, uh, with how we played. Um, yeah, let down a little bit of let yeah. down. It was, I mean, it was huge. We went from making the national championship to like I don't even remember what our record was in that. I second think it was year. three and five or two and four or two and six. What? It was it was rough. I mean, it was not enjoyable by any means. Um, so you know, we just did our thing and. And sorry, but it would have been season eight when I came. So then season nine was. Yeah, I thought it was season. I thought it was season eight. But yeah, I was thinking seven. Yeah, we were three and five that next season, and it was just like, all right, well, what's going on? Um, I ended up staying, and it ended up being a really good decision. Absolutely, because it looks like it's worked out. Yeah, <laughs> uh, two champion, two championship games in your college career. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of guys don't get a chance to play in any of them. So that's right. That's exactly right. So your history goes back to season eight, you know, and and again that mirrors the AD on the other side. Um, he he came in as new player in season eight as well. Okay, you know, 
And, uh, you know, um, I, I wonder sometimes with a guy like you who's been around as long as you have, I wonder, um, do you have aspirations at any point of being an AD or do you, are you, are you content with being a Texas guy? Uh, I think it all depends on timing and everything. Obviously it takes a lot. There's a lot that goes into to being an AD with having time to run sims and recruit and keep the locker room active and just, you know, do everything. Um, I think I would like to, I just don't know if my current life situation will allow me to sure. just with work and everything. It's a little tough. Um, yeah. Do I see it happening potentially in the future? Yeah, I definitely would not be against it. It's just a matter of uh, time. It's right, right time. time. Yeah. Yep. Well, I wish more ADs would, would think like that. That would be great. Uh, because uh, we get so many guys who want to do the job, but they don't understand what the job is. Yeah. You know, um, and it's not their fault. They're just excited. It just, but it happens. Um, all right. So you've been with Juvie basically at Texas your entire career. Yep. So I would guess, I would, you know, just hazard a guess that you have a pretty good idea of Juvie's philosophy when it comes to being an AD, when it comes mm -hmm. to being competitive in this league, when it comes yep. to recruiting. So, I mean, without giving away the house, obviously, um, you know, give me some insight into how Texas wants to run their team. Um, I mean, I think we first and foremost want to have a really good locker room. Um, I think that leads to everything else. Uh, you know, like, like I said, when I first came in, you know, three-star, do my thing. And then all of a sudden you're talking to the guys in the locker room and you're having fun. You're like, okay, I could, you know, this could be a source of entertainment for me. So then, you know, I ended up upgrading. And I think that's what a lot of guys in our locker room do is they see everybody else having a lot of fun, especially like the first, like the, uh, the guys who have just joined the league and they come to Texas. Um, mm -hmm. They see how much fun it is and how active our locker room is. And it's something they want to be a part of. And, Obviously, you get the guys that stay as a three-star and they do their thing and it is what it is. Like, we need those types of guys in the league as well. Um, but just he with Juby, it's a have-fun-first mentality. Obviously, winning is fun. Um, but he likes to get guys involved as much as he can. You know, there's – I remember, like, my sophomore or junior season, I don't remember what the cap – I don't know if there was a cap on guys that could play both ways. But if there was one, we were definitely at it because we were – I mean, we had guys all over the field playing <laughs> offense, defense, special teams, everything. Yeah. Um, he, he likes to get guys – he likes to have a big roster. Obviously, that helps. Um, it'll be a little different now, switching from a cap to, you know, the scholarship situation. Yeah. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see how, you know, he and I navigate that going forward. But um, I think depth is one of the key things, and it's why we were successful – especially my freshman year um, and this year as well. Depth has been, has been huge for us at, at certain positions. So, Well, I mean, I agree with you. The depth is huge. Having a, uh, having a, having a deep locker room, uh, active locker room, are two of the biggest things you can have going on. What I run into uh, myself is just that I've been an AD for 12 seasons. You know what I mean? And I don't have – I've never been big about getting a lot of help because I'm basically a control freak. You know, I really am. I mean, just truth of advertising. And uh, because I don't accept that help, I have to try to keep the ship running by myself. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and... I think one of the things Go. that we've been not to cut you off, but like no, 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 not at all. We, me and Juby have kind of we both have a role, and we both understand that role. Like he, I mean, for the most part, he handles sims. I was running some sims early on, but he was like, he would get to the point where he's like, you know, I'm locked in. We're putting up. X amount of yards on offense, we're stopping them, we're holding them to this many points on defense, no matter pretty much what we're running. Um, so he he's pretty much got our playbooks down to a science at this point. Yeah. Um, I'm more in the field of keeping the locker room active, recruiting. Um, if he needs help with Sims, obviously, if you know he's busy one week or whatever the case may be, I, I can step in and fill that role. But you know, we've been He's been mostly focusing on simming, and then obviously the locker room side is is more me. Right, and y'all made that work because Texas is consistently successful in recruiting every season. Every season, you guys are always successful recruiting. Yep. You had the you had the one year where you didn't have the wins and losses that you wanted, but I'll tell you this, just from experience, that that happens. Sometimes it just doesn't fall your way. You know what I mean? Yeah, we had a we had a playbook the one season that we we thought was going to work out really well for us. Um, it wasn't necessarily our first choice, but yeah, um, you know, having a quarterback like Pepino, we, yeah. we we wanted him throwing the ball a lot, mm-hmm. um, and it kind of took away from any sort of run game that we could have had. So. That was part of that. So, you know, obviously we've changed things up over the last two seasons. but Obviously, yes. Yeah. Now, you guys have looked like a different team in the last two years. That's on, That's that's no cap. It's like 11 and 12. Texas just looks like Texas again, you know? Yeah. And uh, what's it like? Um, and I know, you again, you've only been here since season eight. And I, I don't, I'm not saying that to be dismissive. But, I mean, it's still, you know, from a guy like me that's, you know, is it, to me that feels like you miss a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but you're 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 a part of one of the most successful overall programs in the history of the CFSL. You know, yeah. what does that? I mean, is there pressure with that? Is there pressure? Is there like a, a certain amount of? Um, well, we got to do this, or else we're not as good as the last guy who did it, or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, it's interesting because obviously with with horns still being in the league, um, him and Juby obviously go back and forth a lot, um, playfully, but it, it is interesting to see those two kind of go back and forth. Um, the pressure is on. I mean, I, I think especially this season because, you know, we, we made the national championship our freshman season, you know, this you senior class, most of them, most of us have stayed. I mean, most of us are still here. I think we lost, those kind of have transfers and stuff like we that. Lost, like, I mean. We lost two or three transfers. Um, Connor Looney, uh, Oliver Fields. I think there might have been another one. But either way, I mean, the pressure is high this year because it's this is our last run. You know, this is – I've made a lot of friends through this league, and that's on the other side of things where, you know, this could be the last – I mean, if I – obviously with being the assistant head coach of Texas, I'm going to be here a little bit. Um, me and Vito Pepino have been buddies pretty much since we both got here. So this, this is our last game together. Uh, yeah. so it's, you know, we both, we're meeting up tomorrow. He lives pretty close to me. We're meeting up tomorrow for the game. Um, 
this is our last hurrah. We want to win it. We want to finally bring it home. We want to do it for Juby because he's been awesome to all of us. Um, so yeah, th- there's definitely pressure this season. Um, over and then again, overall, you know, it's like you said, yeah. we're one of the most successful programs. You don't want that to go away while we're here, right? So right, it's, right, right. we need to make sure that we follow through and and keep that dominance going. Well, just keep this in mind whenever anybody brings up something silly that Texas made one national championship when someone else was AD. Uh, when Juby's been the AD, you've made two. Yep. So there's always that. Okay? Just, now, and there's I'm more not, to come. And I'm, not, I'm just giving you artillery for now. That's all it is. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so, I, I, obviously, again – um, you know, I, I don't play favorites. Um, I love Wookie. I love Josh. I love the Irish. I love got a lot of the guy, people on that team. I know them personally, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't play favorites, but, um, Joe is absolutely one of my favorite guys that I, that I've met in this league. We met early on. We met in season five. I was in. I was here for the first. Hang, I was in Texas for the first hangout, and Joe was over at Mike's house when we met, and uh, we just we we hit it off right away. Yep. You know. It was yeah, I actually hard. had the pleasure of meeting him uh, two weeks ago. Two oh, weeks. really? Yeah, I went down to Austin for the uh, the U.S. Soccer, the World Cup qualifier. Yeah. And obviously, him being in San Antonio, I was. He was like, well, he's a big soccer fan too, like me. Yeah. Um, so he was like, I'm going to go to the game. So we met up before the game and after the game, had a few beers, hung out. It was, it was really cool. Uh, Joe's awesome, man. He yep. is. He's, uh, he's exactly what you expect him to be. Yeah. I met up with him and, uh, Mason Gombas. Oh, well, well, there's Mason too then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mason. Yeah. No, no, I mean, that's the good thing about it. And again, I brought this up on the last podcast. I'm going to bring it up on this one is that. That's what makes this league special. It's not the quality of play always. It's not, I mean, which it is good. It's not the commentary. It's not the production. It's not any of that stuff. What makes this league special is the sense of community that guys have with each other, the players, users have with each other, you know? Yep, I 100% agree. And, like, when you get a chance, oh, I get to meet, my, oh, I get to meet you know, my defensive end or my wide receivers on my team. Yeah, I want to do that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And that's, you know, you know, I never ran into that in Madden Leagues when I was playing Madden Leagues for years, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I, yeah. oh, hey, man, you want to meet the Seahawks owner? No, I don't really care. <laughs> uh, you know, he's kind of a dick. Uh, I mean, you know, that, that was just me, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I mean, I'm just saying that – uh. That's, I think that that's one of the most important things about that we. That's it's something that makes us different than a lot of places. Yeah, and I think, like I said, like with you know Vito Papino, um, we we found out pretty early on after I joined the league that he was in the Philly area. Um, so me and him met up on a Sunday and literally just. It was me, him, and and Stewie Peterson's my best friend in in real life. But we met up at at his place, had a couple beers, watched football all day on a Sunday, and and it was just really cool. Like 
my wife and his fiance, now wife, they just got married. They thought it was so weird that we were hanging out with like a total stranger <laughs> that we met. Yeah. On the internet. But yeah. like to us, it was like he's not a stranger. Like I talked to him literally every day. Yeah. Pretty much all day. That's so it. The the community that that is that exists within the CFSL is it's unlike any that I've really found anywhere else, at least in like this type of setting. Um, you know, I found the league just cause I was starved for sports during COVID <laughs> and yeah, I, yeah, I, hear, I hear that a lot from guys. Yeah. I just saw the ad pop up on Facebook and I was like, okay, I'll give this a try. And I never did. I really expect it to become what it had, you know, for, for me personally. And, but I love it. I mean, I, I plan on being here a long time. Well, I, I hope so. Um, I mean, because you're honestly, obviously you're a very important member of the community and not only to Texas, but to the league, you know? So, um, you know, we're glad to have you obviously. And, uh, you know, um, (laughs) I'm going to this before I hit the next point. Um, You are one of, you're not a guy who just talks a bunch of junk out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do but, that sometimes, but well, well not much, <laughs> not not a lot. Some, not, I mean, everybody does some. But you are a guy who, if you hear some shit get talked, that you're definitely there. You're all about calling it out. Oh yeah. You know, um, and I'm just gonna ask you this, and I'm I'm not saying this to trash anybody or throw anybody under a bus or whatever, but. Uh, what did it feel like when? What did it feel like when Wisconsin, one of their players? Now we're not going to name anybody, okay? Name him. No, we're not. <laughs> um, we're not going to name anybody. But when 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 one of Wisconsin's players, one of their coaches, said that your defense was trash, and then a few hours later you put up fifty-one points. Well, not only did now, we put up, and 51, only allowed twenty. We held them to twenty-one. That was the more important thing. And one of them was a garbage time touchdown, so that barely counts. We'll give it to them because we should have stopped it anyway. But, it, I mean, our locker room was fired up. Like, even the guys that aren't even on the defense. You know, we were – you know, it was it was bulletin board. Obviously, there, there's only so much that we can do to control. Like, sure, we, sure, sure. we can control how good our player is to a point. You know, you can control his overall and his different stats and this and that. But it it gets you fired up when people start saying that type of stuff because you're like, first of all, it didn't really make sense because when you look at it stats wise, like we're obviously not trash. Like <laughs> we just, yeah. we're, we're right up there with the best defenses in the league, and you can say that our offense carries us. I mean, I'm not gonna hate on the fact that we have the best quarterback to ever play in the league. That's sure. just an added bonus. I think our defense is pretty damn good, though, because Nick Harley will literally get three sacks a game, and there's no way people are going to stop him from doing so, unless you literally run the ball every single play so that your quarterback never has it. Well, that does help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I've heard that that helps from somebody who had some experience with it. But, uh, and I, I mean, again, the thing is, is – People wonder uh, the reason I ask the question is because a lot of times I think guys expect me because I've been around so long to uh, talk a lot of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I just don't. I don't. 
And I'll tell you the exact reason why is because I don't want the receipts. I don't. You know, I don't want them. I don't. I don't want the receipts for talking. We to had it. plenty of receipts that night. You know, I just yeah. <laughs> I, I actually made a comment that night that you, they were right ads sending me receipts since the parking lot in Walmart on Black Friday. <laughs> and uh, you know, it was you know. But again, and I, I love those guys on the on Wisconsin. I, I do. You know, and, and I, I'm totally cool. Guys talking shit. I am. I really mm-hmm. am. There's no. In the grand scheme of things, it's all in good fun. I mean, it's not like it is. Nobody hates anybody. You know yeah, I, mean? I don't hate anybody in the league. There's, there's no, I don't know anybody really. I mean, you know, I know Juby now. I know Pip, and I know like the couple of the guys on my team and stuff like that. But like, and I know of other guys in the league. But in terms of like personally, I don't know who you are. You could be, you could talk as much smack as you want in that chat, and I don't know that that's usually or actually how you are as a person. You're just right. Yeah, it's it's online. It's yeah. it's that the old keyboard warrior thing. Yeah. You know. All right, so, uh, well, all right, let me ask you this. You said you had help with some Sims, right? Yep. Okay. Well, was there ever a point, I'm not asking for specifics or games or numbers or anything like that. I'm asking, was there ever a certain game or a certain place where you guys saw something and you're like, oh, damn, we need to fix this, or oh, damn, we're on to something? Um. I would say on the negative side, like I said, you know, we, we ran, we were trying to get Pepino involved a lot. Um, so we were testing out, you know, and like I said, it was pretty much, it was all juvie, like testing out playbooks for the air raid and stuff like that. And we thought we were onto something and then it just turned out to be a total disaster. Um, I think really the biggest thing for us was when we switched from the game to the mod. Yeah. When I don't even know what exact game it was, but me and Juby just kind of talked afterward and we were, you know, we felt, we felt like in the game speed backs were almost kind of useless. Um, yeah. They didn't work out as well as they had hoped. And unfortunately, like we had, we had Brandon back who was a speed back and he did pretty well for us in the receiving game, but we could never seem to get a running game going. Um, when we switched to the mod, it was early on where Juby, you know, me and him talked and we're like, you know what, we, we can run the ball. I mean, it's whatever the difference is. I don't really know. Obviously there's going to be some sort of, there, there clearly is some form of distance or difference. I mean, Brandon Black probably put up 500 rushing yards his entire career up until this season he's the leader yeah, he broke like, out he went yeah wild. he's got like 1200 yards this year like yeah it was when we switched to the mod that he and i were like all right we have a running back we can run the ball we don't have to have pepino drop back and throw it 70 times a game yeah and look and it just that, and look that paid off yeah oh it's made us totally i mean you have defenses have to prepare for both now i mean you a lot of guys used to be able to just play the pass for the most part and sit back and and Pip would make mistakes. I mean, he's I think he's he's either one or two on the interceptions leader too. Obviously, well, um, I mean, when you throw the ball as much as y'all you y'all did yep. for years, it's yep. going to happen. Right. Yeah, and that was the thing was it was we were we would get into a groove and then we'd have an interception and it was like okay, well, now that we can run the ball, there that offense is. They are a threat to score on every single drive. 
and they have been all season long. Um, uh, so, so you say you had a moment there where, you know, we're like, all right, you know, we can fix this. This is not, you know, maybe this isn't the problem we thought it was. Um, all right, well, let's talk about this last season. Let's talk about well, we're going into the present now. We're going into season 12. You guys come out strong. Uh, you win in week one, you know? Yep. And then you get into week two and something happens. So, what happened? What was that? Um, <laughs> Auburn got – Auburn caught lightning in a bottle, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, honestly. It was – uh. Auburn, we uh, you lost to Auburn. We got embarrassed by Auburn. Say it. We got manhandled. (laughs) Well, I mean, I don't want to say that, but uh, you know, it was you know, you you did lose the game to Auburn, and I felt like you guys. You know, I'm a big, I'm a big, I'm a big judge of trying to gauge what chat feels like during a game. You know what Mm. I mean? Yep. And that game felt like you guys didn't know what happened. You guys, you guys felt like that you're expecting one thing and you got another. You know? Yeah, and, that was kind of what it was. And it was a we were coming off a absolutely horrible week one performance against Oregon, where you guys had looked really good in week one, and then we go into week two, and Auburn we tried to. We tried to switch things up a little bit. We didn't reinvent the wheel, but we tried to switch up a little bit. And I didn't expect that game to go that way. Not at all. Never in my wildest dreams I think that game would end up like that. Mm. But I, I think we had a chance to win, obviously. Yeah, I did. But uh, I didn't think we would end up going the way it went that day. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that was – I'm just, like, quick looking at that box score. I think that was Black's – lowest that had to have been his his lowest uh yardage total on the whole season i mean you guys and that's what i said like we we got to a point where we like when juby was running sims and stuff in the offseason he was like this offense is is potent like, you know if we get the playbook that we want we're we're gonna be really good um because we were we weren't so heavy on the pass we didn't have to throw the ball that many times we had a running back that could run um and you, I mean, you guys, did, you shut him down. I mean, you, he had 36 yards that day. Um, Pepino didn't have the best outing that he could have. And then our defense was, we, I mean, I think you only had probably five incompletions the whole game or whatever it was. It, we just. I think, I think we caught you on off day. I think that's what happened. I think we got you on a day where you guys just weren't there. Yeah. You I mean, that's pretty much what it is. And that's kind of the, you know, the, the nature of the sim is you're at will you're at the mercy of the sim and sometimes they go well sometimes they don't and it is what it is um there you know obviously you can do some planning for it but you can't control everything right. and that was just a day where you guys were better and so coming we out, were able to bounce back <laughs> so coming out of that game that's what I'm like, that's what I'm getting to let's get away from that cuz this ain't about Auburn yeah um coming out of that game, what was the mindset? Uh, never let that happen again. Okay. was basically what it was. It was 
I, I don't know if J- Juby has run more sims in a week than he did that week. And, like, that was when I was still running Sims because that was obviously early in the season. Like, I would test some some stuff out. And he would be like, yeah, I already – like, I've already done that. Like, blah, blah, blah. We're on to this and that. Like, he, he moved so quick that next week. Yeah. That I literally just stopped because I was like, all right, <laughs> you you do you. Like, you've got this. You're going to figure it out. And he did. Right. I mean, he, he's been killing it. So and what, And what's happened since then? He has been locked in. I mean, he he wants this more than anybody. I mean, he obviously, like I said, he he wants Texas is his favorite team in real life. So he's, you know, if he can win a national championship at Texas, that's that's his goal. Not even just because it's, you know, him being in charge and things like he he loves Texas. And if he can bring them a national championship in in some capacity, whether it be real life or fake like he he's in so it's right he's right. been really focused on just making sure the locker room stays together everybody has fun and that we just keep rolling and keep winning games and so what you did was was you won every season every regular season game left and then you went to the playoffs and right now you guys are on a tear yep. let's be honest you guys are on a tear um, a lot. There were a lot of people, a lot of people, who bet against you against Wisconsin. A lot yeah, of people didn't think you guys had the uh, had the offense to score on that defense. You know what I mean? Yep. But look at what happened. Um, and you know, and, and and I'm not knocking people when I say that because they do look at stats, they look at analytics, they look at you know, differentials and stuff like that. Not just not just raw stats, but differential stats and stuff like that. And there was a case to be made that Wisconsin, um, honestly, there was a case to be made that Wisconsin did have a better defense than you guys had played probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think and, – and the funny thing was, like, heading into the playoffs, mm-hmm. like, obviously Wisconsin was a good team, but they weren't necessarily one of the teams that we were – worried about obviously they had a good defense but like with our offense we, we were confident that they that we could pull it off like when we drew ok state in the first round we were like oh no like oh yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> because, because saw, of what had I happened saw, like I saw, I saw that draw and i was like that's gonna be a that, that's fireworks that that what happened in the regular season game we were like this is this is just going to be karma. Like, <laughs> you know, everybody yeah. was wondering, should we have won that game? I mean, even we, we were like, who, who's to say they weren't going to come down and, and drive down in a minute and 20 seconds and win the game. It was likely, I mean, they had a very good team. They were, they were moving the ball. They, that they, were, game. they were, they were capable. Yeah. They were, and they were capable. Yeah. So we got them in the first round and we were like, okay. Then we got through them and we're like, okay, we're going up against Wisconsin. But did that help? Did that help to answer the question? Oh yeah, I mean, I think that really that them, I would say, OK State and Notre Dame were really the only two teams that we thought were re- like could play with us. Like Wisconsin, don't get me wrong, they're a good team. They had a stellar defense throughout the off season or throughout the uh, regular season, um, but we just felt with our offense that we could that we could beat them. 
Yeah. Um, and then, but for some reason, like that OK State game, when when we won that, we were like, okay, like we're as good as we thought we were. So let's just keep stick to the game plan, keep doing what we're doing, and let's let that carry us into the national championship game. And obviously, we're going up against a very good Notre Dame team. So we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully, it keeps working out for us, but we'll see tomorrow night. Well, okay, and that's what we're going to lead into now is tomorrow night. All right, Mark, um, you know, you've been a Texas guy since you've been in CFSL. This is your final game as a Texas Longhorn. Well, it's not your final game as a Texas Longhorn, but it's a player. And, uh, you know, this is uh, – is, but a lot of the guys you came in with, this is their final game as a Texas Longhorn, at least for a while, you know. Yeah. Um, a lot riding on this. You know, you guys, you guys kind of wrote a check your freshman season that you weren't able to cash. And now you've wrote the check, the same check again, but you're going again against a team that hasn't lost all year, man. They haven't lost all year. And they not only that, they, they, they looked good against good teams and dominant against mediocre teams. So my question is, is that going into this game against Notre Dame, first of all, what do you think the danger of – what do you think the biggest danger in Notre Dame is? Um, whew. I would say yeah, the run game. I would say, you know, obviously when when quarterbacks drop back at any given moment, one of our, our defensive linemen – could get a sack and that helps obviously you know me in the secondary and the rest of the secondary um but they have a good running back obviously um yeah yeah deuce i mean he's number three in the league in terms of rushing yards he's got five touchdowns from over 20 yards out i mean he's he's a he's a good back um and that kind of neutralizes, you know, Nick Harley getting into the backfield. And obviously he gets tackles for loss, but he, that's not – he's going for the record anyway. But, I mean, where he's most effective is in the passing game because he can get to the quarterback and totally shut a drive down. Um, so, really, that's that's our focus. I mean, we need to be able to stop the run game. Our secondary is really good, and we just need to – we need to neutralize that run game and force them to throw the ball. Okay. Now, on offense, what is your – what do you feel like Texas has to do tomorrow night to uh, to get the scoreboard in their favor, uh, other than scoring, obviously? <laughs> I would say our biggest thing is we need to finish in the red zone. Um, I, I feel like if we have any – and I haven't looked at the stats on it, but just, you know, with the, the naked eye, um, let's – like. We, we need to get more touchdowns in the red zone, and that's kind of been a talk all season because it's just like there's so many drives that we've had that have just stalled out in the red zone, and it's like, okay, well, how do we how do we get over that? And we just need to stick to our game plan. I mean, we need to we, – we only score – I'm looking at it right now, 61% of the time, so we get it down there. We need to get touchdowns way more than that especially against a team like Notre Dame, because they're so good. They haven't lost a game all season. Well, I mean, you got to look at that secondary. You guys yeah. have a great secondary, too. Don't get me wrong. But you look at that secondary, you just look at the corners to begin yep. with. 
you know, and, and then you look at Nick Hopper, you look at Mo Kitchens, you look at Sidney Banks Jr., you look at Emilio Gonzalez, all those guys, you know? Yeah, like, and I, I think if we just stick to our game plan and and stay balanced, it takes the pressure off of Pepino in mm-hmm. terms of throwing the ball um, mm-hmm. so that he can make some – he won't have to force anything. You know, he's not going to have to throw a ball 60 yards down the field to try and score, you know, one of one of those long touchdowns that we're known for to, you know, we, we hopefully won't need those. We don't need that to get our offense going. Like hopefully we can just get long sustained drives, do our thing. And like I said, most importantly, finish in the red zone. Yeah. So you feel like that on defense, it's about, uh, you know, you know, making stops, slowing them down, stuff like that. And on offense, it's about being efficient and score. If you get if you get in scoring position, score. That's pretty much yep. it, right? Yeah, and I think that's if we've had a weakness this season. And obviously, I feel like every team does have some form of weakness. Absolutely, yes. That that I would say is ours. Finish in the red zone. We need to. That's yeah. what we need to do. We need to just. We need to finish in the red zone. Well, I mean, I tell you this, and I'll I'll say this with all, um, with the utmost respect to everybody, is that this class that's coming out of Texas this season, um, I have a lot of I have a lot of respect for, because they they took on a, a monumental task of keeping Texas at the top of the food chain, so to speak, in the CFSL. And outside of one season, which we, every team has one season, it just happens. Um, but outside of one season, they have done exactly that. Texas has still been Texas. You know what I mean? Yep. And once again, here we are in season 12, and the national championship goes through either South Bend or Austin, one of the two. And I find that to be both – very entertaining and not that surprising because I have again I've, I've I've been here for every stupid game we've ever played, uh, but uh, you know it's you know you guys have been very impressive this season. I've said it more than once, and I'll say it here on the podcast where everybody can hear me clearly. Since week two, there has not been a hotter team in this league than Texas. They have – it's like something laid a fire under them. Maybe it was losing. Maybe it was – they figured something out, whatever. But Texas has been as hot as anything that I've ever seen. And I'm not talking about just this year. I'm talking about league history-wise. As hot as anything I've ever, as I've ever seen. And uh, you're heading into you – know, yeah, you're, yeah, are you running into a buzzsaw? A little bit. But my opinion is, so are they. I think this is going to be some. I, I, I think sparks are going to fly in this one. What do they do? Yeah, I think and, the nice thing with this is, and it's obviously it's always the goal in every sport league, whether it's you know real life or a sim league, whatever the case. Obviously, in a championship game, you want your two best teams playing. And um, we have that this year. We have that this year, and I feel like we don't always get that but i I think it's we don't it's almost i obviously we're hoping for the perfect storybook ending like you said like getting here our freshman season and then 
not being able to get back until this season when it's obviously like it, it's our last game together. It is what it is. Like this is the last time that this Texas squad's going to go to get go into a game again, you know, together and, and go to war. It's it's almost poetic, <laughs> you know, where we're we're hoping everything turns out perfectly for us. Um, obviously, sure. Notre Dame wants the complete opposite. So it's we're really hoping that things go our way tomorrow. Obviously, we're going up against a good team, but like you said, so are they. Um, I would put us up against anybody in the history of this league. Not even, like you said, not even just this season. I mean, we have a very good team this season. You do. You do. You do. Um, again, it, I, I, you start asking me to rank teams based on season from year to year. It's going to take me a minute to get my head together, but Texas this season and Notre Dame this season are both two of the best teams I've ever seen. And uh, I think that we are headed into a – I think it's going to be a fireworks show. I think it's going to be a war. And, uh, you know, I don't hazard guesses and I don't make predictions. But I'll tell you this, San Antonio Josh, um, you know, I don't have favorites. I don't play favorites. I do whatever. But I wish you, I wish you and Joe and everybody on Texas all the luck in the world. Um, not just the same way I did Josh and Notre Dame and Mike and all those guys. All the luck in the world because I know what it's like to be in this spot. I've been there four times, and it never gets easier. You know what I mean? How many of you? Does. You've won what? You've won two. I've won one, and I've been in four, but I've been in four. You've been in four, you won one. Yeah. And I think that just goes to show, like, in terms of the league, how hard it is to win. Oh, it's and, so difficult. And win it's consistently. So, it's so hard. Uh, <laughs> like, a guy like you who's been here literally from the start. Yeah. I, you have I won mean, national championship game. Like, that's that's yeah, I mean, Well, I never find you the best at it. I just kind of – I'm not the – I'm not the best at what I do. I'm just the only one that does it. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, uh, but, you know, um, it's, I'm proud of, I, I, I told Josh how proud I was of him. I'll tell you, you can tell Joe, or he'll hear it, of how proud I am of him for fighting his way and getting back. I know you guys work as a team, so I'm proud of you too. Um, it's just, uh, I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow night, man. I really am. I think it's going to be a slobber knocker. I think it's going to be a hell of a fight. And whoever wins that shit is going to fucking earn it. That's what I think. Oh, yeah. And, I, uh, it'll be interesting. I think it's I, – I personally think it's going to be a defensive battle. Um, I think I think it'll be more defensive than most folks think. Yeah, and that's – you know, obviously it's two high-powered offenses, but I just – for some reason in my gut, it, it's telling me that it's going to be – just you know, whoever can can really lock in on defense, get a couple turnovers, they're they're going to win the game. I think that's very that's that's a, a safe assumption. But anyway, um, so well, I appreciate you, Mark. You don't know how much I appreciate your time, man. I, I appreciate you coming on. I know you stayed up a little later than you wanted to. Oh no, uh, we're good. But uh, you know. Hell, I appreciate I appreciate the hell out of you. Uh, let me get this done. I'll get my editing done tonight. I'll upload this either to late tonight or tomorrow when I think everybody's awake to actually see it. Mm. But uh, we'll uh, we'll get her done. But uh, man, you don't know how much I appreciate you coming on. I know Joe appreciates you helping him out. 
Oh, yeah, thanks man. for having me. I love it. Well, Anytime. Uh, oh, absolutely. Anytime, man. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna be doing more podcasts as uh, as we move along um, uh, because I really do enjoy doing them. But uh, we're going to uh, we're going to be doing more of them. So uh, I might invite you on as like an analyst or just you know talking about maybe other teams or the league or whatever. And uh, I look forward to hearing your uh, input on things because I think you sound, you you're, you seem like a really smart guy. Thank and you. you're you, the first uh, person to ever tell me that. I'm not doubt that. Yet. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, you seem like a smart guy, and you seem like you really have your head screwed on, and you are paying attention to what's going on in the league. And uh, that's the kind of guys I want to talk to. So I appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. Well, this has been Uncle Pack. Uh, talks to CFSL. My guest has been Mark Cole, the assistant head coach of the Texas Longhorns, who play in the season 12 in uh, CFSL uh, National Championship game tomorrow night. The pregame starts at 6 p.m. Central Time. Game starts at 8. It's going to be a party. If you ain't ready for that, uh, you better get ready because it's coming in your way. And they are you know, both these teams showing up, they're going to try to win. And Mr. Cole right here is a firm believer that the Longhorns are going to take this thing home. So I would encourage you to tune in, watch, pay attention. If you're new, well, lucky you. Uh, that, you know, you get to see something you ain't ever seen before. But uh, that being said, this is going to be the last podcast I do tonight. And, uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Appreciate everybody paying attention. And uh, we'll catch you when it's time. All right. We'll see you.